You are listening to Happy UN Career Podcast with host Barbara K. Anderson, helping you take charge, get the recognition you deserve, and create the UN career you dream of. Hello and welcome to this fourth episode in a small series I've called Plan and Succeed. Previously in this series, I've talked about effective planning principles, goal setting, and the uh, underrated importance of having an overview. All of these things are, of course, interlinked and influence each other. But in this small series, I'm trying to take them apart a bit so that you can apply them more easily in your own work and life. So today I'll go into a very concrete element of your daily planning. Feeling happy in your UN career certainly has a lot to do with, for example, having interesting work and good relationships with peers and supervisors, for example. But a very fundamental requirement for happiness at work, which I think that both organizations and individuals overlook, is to feel that you're in control of your work and you can manage it with the time that you have. Over time, I worked with several clients who felt stressed out and frustrated with their work when we started working together. They were wondering whether their job was still right for them and whether maybe they should find something else altogether. And after working very consistently on creating overview, establishing realism and solid prioritizations in their work, they found out that they still liked their work. They just lost overview and control, which led to overwhelm and stress. And I know from my own personal experience that it's difficult to be happy at work when you're stressed. But with that control re-established with effective planning tools that suited them, their individual jobs and personalities, they came back and told me that they were happy with their work again. You can find the show notes for this episode at barbarakanderson.com slash 22. In episode 19, I talked at some length about why you need to start by creating an overview for any kind of planning or effort to make time for important actions. If you haven't already, I suggest that you pause this episode and go back and listen to that episode, which you can find at barbarakanderson.com slash 19. So, as I said, a key element of feeling happy with your work is to feel in control of your work, to know that you are in control of your time and your tasks instead of you being controlled by work. And one simple but very effective tool to help you with this is an efficient to-do list. Now, I can almost hear some of you say, a to-do list? Barbara, I have a to-do list, and it just makes me feel overwhelmed. Well, in my experience, there are some key elements that most people are missing here, and that's exactly what can lead to overwhelm instead of clarity of mind. So the three most common problems that I see with people's to-do lists are these ones. Firstly, a lot of people think they're creating a to-do list but in reality, they depend on their memory for many of the tasks and only write down some of them. In that way, you use a lot of energy trying to remember things. In fact, much more brain power than you realize. And that's brain power you need to do your work instead of thinking about what it is that you'd have to do. And when you can't see everything together on your list, you're missing the overview that I keep talking about. The second problem I see is that Many people are missing time estimation from the list. Something as simple as thinking through how much time you need for each task. How can you realistically plan your day if you don't know how much time you need to complete each of your tasks? Whether it's checking your email, preparing for meetings, following up after meetings, 
doing research or finalizing that critical report or whatever your important tasks are. Without some element of time estimation, it's impossible to get a realistic picture of how much time you have available and how much time you need. And the third and last critical element missing from most people's to-do list is prioritization. Most to-do list people show me are very long, including many more tasks than they can realistically do in one workday, and just have tasks written down in the order they pop up in their heads. So if you can't see everything written down in one place, it's almost impossible to see what's on your plate. And when you don't have an overview of everything on your plate, it's very difficult to make a good plan. Instead, it's very easy to get overwhelmed. Have you ever started your workday by checking your emails just to get an overview? And one hour later, you discover that you are still firmly planted in your inbox. That is, if you haven't been called away by a meeting, of course. And at that point, you realize that you haven't yet touched that important task you had promised yourself you would finalize as the first thing today. Or maybe your inbox is so overflowing that you feel completely overwhelmed and it's impossible to really determine which is the most important email to start with. So you just start responding from the top of the inbox in order to at least do something. That gives you a feeling that you're at least doing something, but you're also aware that you may not really be working on the most important stuff. And that can give you that stressful knot in your stomach that people sometimes talk to me about. To avoid all this, you need a realistic and well-prioritized to-do list that clearly shows you where to start and allows you the satisfaction of ticking off your important tasks right from the beginning of the day. So here are the three keys you need to improve your to-do list dramatically and boost your effectiveness and job satisfaction in the same go. First, write every task down. Whether you use a paper pad, an Excel sheet or an app on your phone, doesn't matter. As long as it's easy for you to get access to it and use it. Make sure that everything you're going to spend time on is on the list. I suggest that this includes preparation time for meetings, time to get from one location to the next, email time, and so on. Now you have a true overview of your day, and then you can make realistic planning. Next thing to do is to estimate how much time you need for each of your tasks and write it next to the task on your list, whether it's 10 minutes or an hour. When you've done that for all your tasks, you of course want to make a total to see how realistic your plan is. Remember to also include time for lunch and other breaks, the unexpected questions from colleagues, and so on. And last, but equally important, you prioritize each of the tasks on your to-do list. Some of the tasks are bound to be more important than others. It's essential that you're very clear on what these are and make sure you prioritize them first, so that you don't end up checking emails all morning instead of attacking that one more important thing. Now, there are some common pitfalls where you may struggle or drop your to-do list, so I thought I wanted to address these right away. If you're suffering from complete overwhelm and clearly have too much on your plate, then not all the lists in the world can solve that. There are only 24 hours in a day, and if your workload is impossible, good planning will not be able to solve that problem. But being able to create that overview and prioritization will create a much better basis for your conversation with your supervisor about workload issues and the prioritizations both of you need to make. And then there's these situations where you fall off the horse. That happens to all of us. For example, after a vacation, you may slip from the good habits you'd otherwise created. Instead, try to foresee that that can happen. 
Create a habit that you set in motion already before the vacation. Create reminders and block time in your calendar so that you start on the first day after your vacation with creating your to-do list and your overview. And thirdly, it might happen that you're very busy one day and you skip writing your to-do list for tomorrow. I have to admit that even with all my years of experience, that can still happen for me. But a few hours into the day, I realize that my day feels like it's going nowhere and I'm doing a bit here and a bit there, which always put me in a bad mood. But once I realize this and stop and create my to-do list for the day with time estimate and prioritization, my work picks up again. So that's my advice for you too. It's never too late to create a good to-do list. So I promise you that with an effective to-do list, you will look much more forward to your day and feel happier at the end of it, both with your work and yourself. So I really encourage you to try it out. Do it for tomorrow already. Remember, if you want to review what we talked about today, check out the full show notes at barbarakanderson.com slash 22. There you can find all the details of the steps I've just described. In the next episode of this small series, I'll delve more into the prioritization part of your planning. That's an area where I see not only individuals, but also teams and organizations struggling mightily and where there's so much to be gained. Stay tuned. Thanks for tuning into Happy UN Career Podcast. Please leave a review about this show and share this podcast with other professionals in the UN. Thank you.